0: Welcome to On the Line with the AMA, the official podcast of the American Motorcyclist Association. I'm Alexandra Terhorst. Today we have a special edition of our podcast because AMA Vintage Motorcycle Days is back for 2021, July 23rd to 25th at the Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course in Lexington, Ohio. Everything you love about this event, the swap meet, the racing, the Hall of Fame activities, and so much more is on the docket but this year's event will have a very special theme because July marks the 50th anniversary of Hall of Famer Bruce Brown's epic moto documentary on any Sunday. And to celebrate, we'll be showcasing some of the people, motorcycles, and memorabilia from what's arguably the best motorcycle movie of all time. Purchase your tickets at midohio.com, and if you bought tickets last year when we had to cancel due to the COVID-19 pandemic, they will be honored this year. For more details, Go to the AMA website at AmericanMotorcyclist.com and select AMA Vintage Motorcycle Days under AMA events. And now let's go back to 2018 when we first recorded this podcast at Vintage Motorcycle Days. Whether you're a veteran or a newbie, the people and the stories you're about to hear are timeless.
1: Hey, Alexandra. Hey, Pete. Hey, I want to talk about this really cool event we just got back from.
0: You're talking about the American Motorcyclist Association Vintage Motorcycle Days at the Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course in Lexington.
1: Exactly. I mean, imagine joining tens of thousands of your best friends for a weekend of racing, bike shows, demo rides, seminars, vendors, the largest swap meet in North America. What have I left out?
0: How about live music? Live music. And your personal favorite, of course, bench racing.
1: Oh, yes. We got to have that. So, I mean, that's all going on. People from everywhere come to this event. They've been doing this for like 20 years, maybe longer from the mid-90s.
0: It's a start to finish blast and it's impossible to describe to someone who hasn't been there how much stuff is going on the entire weekend.
1: You know the best thing about Vintage Motorcycle Days? What's that? It's the people. I mean, we got some amazing stories.
0: Yeah, we did. Why don't
1: we cue those up? You ready?
0: Cue stories. Off
1: to Vintage Motorcycle (laughs) Days. Enjoy.
0: We're standing in the middle of a huge farm field, and as far as the eye can see, there are RVs, tents, and thousands of motorcycles. It's hard to describe the transformation that's taking place bike by bike right before our eyes. a small city where everybody rides a motorcycle. It's early morning and we're off to the swap meet. Suffice it to say, if you need a gasket or a sprocket or an odd gizmo for your bike, this is your kind of place. Not to mention all the rides for sale. Everything from basket cases, you know, ones that need a lot of work, to bikes so impeccably restored that even a non-motorcyclist would be totally smitten. This place is a bargain hunter's paradise. We spot an open trailer brimming with all kinds of things. Tank bags, throttle controls, even an odd fairing or two. A neon orange sandwich board in front reads, The $5 Trailer. If you ask how much, it's $10. a lot of families here at Vintage Motorcycle Days. For Doug McAtee, what started as a quick one-day jaunt through the swap meet with his brother and their sons has now evolved into an annual start-to-finish tradition. Doug's son, Matt, even made a banner for their space, complete with a McAtee & Sons logo and a tagline that says, Bike Father, Bike Son. We
2: walked in our first year, we walked in this swap meet and we made, literally made it down the first aisle and I bought a bike the next time. I said, we're coming back next year and we're going to spend the night. We're going to spend all weekend. I've rode motorcycles since I was a kid, but I quit in my early 20s and went to stock cars. And I raced stock cars for years. I wanted to retire, so I knew I wasn't going to do that and be racing stock cars, it is so expensive. And I quit racing stock cars. And then I sat around for about a year or so, and it's like, here's my son, never got to experience what I did when I was younger. And I started looking at these bikes, I went, you know, why don't get me a bike? Yeah, 58 years old, that's just what I need to do. Way out of shape. And I bought one, I actually bought one so he could ride, it. and he loved it. So my brother, his son did ride a little bit, but my brother didn't ride, so he ended up buying a bike guy over here from Canada, he came over and he said, your kids are going to remember this forever. I mean, they look at these old bikes and it's like, oh, I've never seen that. And I said, yeah, I rode one of those. He was like, you rode that? look like Fred Flintstone rode that. I said, well, I think Fred had one too, you know. <laughs> we used to ride together.
0: <laughs> Swap meters take ownership of their neatly chalk-lined vending spots. Setting up shop with campers, tents, and tables full of wares. Some, like John Fraser and Jim Moore, who met here many years ago, return every year to the exact same patch of grass. While selling stuff is great, it's really the friendships that keep them coming back.
3: You met yeah. here yeah. 120 years ago, brother. <laughs> Yeah, these fellas right here,
2: yeah. mostly. You know, I mean, it's for the motorcycles, but we we'll make good friends, and they live a long way off, and we we'll get to see them here. Yeah,
3: yeah. get to see people from all over the world that you know. There'll be some guys from England be here today, and we've got all four spots here. You got a
1: prime location now, don't you? You've Get a lot of activity around yeah. this corner. There's a
3: high spot, so if it's hot. We get a breeze, <laughs> and if it rains, it all runs downhill. <laughs>
0: to find a lot of stuff at the swap meet. And we did. But we were surprised around a corner and find an AMSOIL display sharing space with a huge array of jams, jellies, and honey.
1: How long have you been coming out here to VMD? I've been coming out here for eight years now.
0: That's Ed Myers, who's here selling oil. But he also owns a share in Pam McElwain's jam and jelly business.
1: So how did you decide to kind of connect the two businesses and have, you know, have a common display.
4: Because I do all chemical free base product and it's all natural grown and then he does all chemical-free fertilizer when they were selling it, and I offered him a Makes chance sense. to buy into it. So
1: as you walk around the swap meet, obviously this is pretty unusual, yeah. right? This is not your typical
0: display. Yeah, that, that's why we normally do really well because we are kind of out of left field kind of product that you wouldn't normally see that at something simple. like this. A few rows over, we spot two teens playing violins as bikes whiz by. Abby and Taryn have been coming to this event with their dads for the last four years.
1: My dad and her dad are here and we have a big group of family friends that come here every year and we rent out these same boots. Right here on the corner? Yep. Okay. And so who got the idea to play music? Basically what had happened was she had brought her violin one year and we found out that we both played violin. So it was the first year that we came so we were just messing around and one guy came over and said, why don't you open up your case? And we were like why would we open up our case? And he's like well, where are we supposed to put money? And so we hadn't thought about it like that until he said that. And so we finally opened up our case and started making money. What's the craziest thing you've seen here over the years? A guy with a watermelon. Oh my gosh, <laughs> this guy with a watermelon was riding this little scooter that looked like he had a cooler for the seat. It was yeah, had it this was like giant a a watermelon. Seat. And he had
0: an, on a butcher knife. And he said, <laughs> you want a piece of watermelon? <laughs> it was insane. Can you uh, serenade us out with a little more music? Yeah. <laughs> You might call it the Vegas of vintage days because what goes on at the campground apparently stays at the campground. By day, this sprawling area is full of RVs, pickups, vans, tents, and bikes of every size zooming up and down the rows. But by early evening, the barbecues and camp chairs multiply exponentially, and the mouth-watering allure of grilled meat begins to drown out the ever-present smell of two-stroke exhaust. This is definitely a family atmosphere, but if you ask around, you'll probably hear some mighty tall tales of nightly campground antics.
1: Did somebody say burnouts?
0: We head over to the infield to check out the weekend seminar schedule and discover it's chock full of presentations. Everything from basic motorcycle maintenance to vintage adventure riding, even a carburetor and fuel injection workshop. This is a GearHeads nirvana. The class listing includes a session called Saving the World Community Garages. Hmm, we pop into the community garage tent in the infield to find out how we too can save the world.
4: Skidmark Garage is a DIY community motorcycle garage.
0: That's Lauren Kalavic of Skidmark Garage. She gives us a whirlwind tour through the land of community garages.
4: You pay a monthly membership fee to come on in, use our tools, use the bays, and utilize the community of members to learn and figure out how to either fix or build. Just come on in, and hang out and wrench. When you have a membership, you can store your bike there. People are members all year round. So you can store them in the winter because Cleveland winters, you know? Yeah, it's a busy time right now.
1: It's a great concept. Is this something you're seeing in other cities?
4: Yeah, there are a lot of community motorcycle garages across the country, actually. A lot in the Midwest and the East Coast. I think there are four in California now. So yeah, it's starting to grow but we are the only DIY Community Motorcycle Garage in Ohio.
1: As people come by here, what sort of information will you provide them with?
4: Just letting them know what we're all about. A lot of people aren't from Cleveland, but they're interested to learn more about the whole concept. And if they are from Ohio or, or Cleveland itself, I'm encouraging this stop on in.
1: And here at BMD, you're actually, you've actually got some stands. Where people can come in and do some work, right? Yeah, we
4: have three bays out here. We've got some guys working on a bike right now for the show that you're seeing in front of us. But yeah, if you need to bring your bike in, bring it in, work on it. We have all the tools and the stuff that you would need to get it all fixed up.
0: The infield is also a great place to sample some live music, tip back a cold brew, or even watch as artist Makoto Endo employs his artistic genius, to produce a lifelike painting of your bike using, of all things, chopsticks. It's the perfect gift for the motophile who has everything. Racers at Vintage Motorcycle Days form a strong family community and one that often spans several generations. You'll see everything from young motocrossers to road racers well north of 60. Add to that hair scrambles, trials, and even a flat track race at the nearby Ashland County Fairgrounds. And if that's not enough, they've recently added pit bike racing. Think big bodies on little bikes. Regardless of age or discipline, these racers are all chasing a coveted championship. From the moment they arrive, they're immersed in tuning, practicing, and psyching themselves up for the big race day. We met two of them, Bill Johnson and Paul Bogotko, during some post race downtime.
3: How many years have you been coming to VMD? This is my 13th season. What did you like to raise? The CB350s. The first year we came, we happened to run across a guy in the pits, talked to him, saw his bike, the CB350, really liked it, decided I wanted to give it a shot, went home. Three days later, I had a CB. And over that winter, Joe Clancy helped me build it and been racing ever since. Sounds like it's a pretty tight-knit community. It is. Everybody knows everybody, especially in the smaller bikes, the vintage, the CBs. Uh, There are 20, 30 guys that are really tight and know the bikes real well and a great bunch of guys. So how many vintage events will you do in a year? Uh, a good season we'll go to six or seven different events and what's your experience like at BMD Well, this year is the most people I've ever seen here the place is packed right? it's fantastic you guys are hanging out
1: have you all known each other for a while
3: yes going on yeah. 10 years or so I guess he went to school first and then uh, maybe six months later or so I went to school at the same track over at Summer Point West Virginia yeah and are you racing this year I raced yesterday what um, class were you uh, CB 350
1: how many people will be in that class and how well do you all know each other
3: this year I think you had like 12 or so in that class on the grid. There's usually three or four guys that are really good. (laughs) They're out front and there's a middle group Mm -hmm. and then there's me.
0: No visit to vintage motorcycle days would be complete without seeing the famed Wall of Death. This is vintage carnival showmanship at its best.
2: It's showtime right now. flying motor maniacs, they define death and gravity with each and every Guys on vintage racers
0: flying up the walls of a cylindrical wooden structure while spectators jam pack themselves around the top edge to watch from above, separated only by a steel crash cable. they get their machines up to the top of a 14-foot board wall is a feat in itself, but then they snatch dollar bills right out of the hands of onlookers as their bikes fly by. I think these guys must moonlight as superheroes. Wow, Pete, that was quite a weekend.
1: Are you kidding? It, It was fantastic.
0: What was your favorite part?
1: There were so many things I enjoyed. The vintage motorcycle racing was phenomenal. The swap meet, you know, rows on rows on rows of cool stuff. Uh, I mean, it was like a small city there. And then you had the infield with the music and the bike shows and the seminars. And, you know, I don't know where to stop. It was just incredible. How about you?
0: I think for me, it was just so wonderful to be around people who are so down to earth, so trusting, and just really courteous for an entire weekend. I really understand why people come from all over the world to this event, and a lot of them have come for many, many years.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is what AMA Vintage Motorcycle Days is all about. It's three days with tens of thousands of your best friends. You just can't beat it.
0: There's only one thing you can't find at Vintage Motorcycle Days.
1: Oh, yeah? What's that? Sleep. Sleep? Yeah. A little more sleep would be helpful, yeah. I got introduced to the burnout contests over in the corner of the campground and that was the, the craziest thing I had seen.
2: It's an addiction, you just go through and you yeah.
3: uh, You know, it's an incurable you disease, how's yeah. that? There is no cure for it and the other thing is it keeps you young. There you go. Yeah. I, I, I come over every year for my birthday, my birthday is March, so. No <laughs> kidding. No, yeah. Happy birthday. caught yeah. in that bad weather last year. Oh yeah. Yeah? Any problems? Oh, oh th- this took a, this so took so a dinger. We oh, you know, came back in the morning and said, where the heck's our canopy? <laughs> it's over there. Yeah, oh, wow.
4: <laughs> I'm amazed by how many
0: big adults are right on these little dinky bikes.
1: <laughs> what have you picked up so far?
2: You picked up a uh, Kickstarter. actually do Kickstarters. starters. pair of grips. Alright. I haven't bought much today, but... Yeah, it's early yet. What's
0: your takeaway for someone who's never been to this event?
4: Start early. There's a lot to do here, um, and everything's so great, so plan your weekends.
3: Well, I just appreciate AMA really providing, you know, the, the whole agenda. Thank you. Just, okay. thank you.
0: Proceeds from AMA Vintage Motorcycle Days benefit the American Motorcyclist Association Motorcycle Hall of Fame. For more information, visit AmericanMotorcyclists.com.